0: Welcome back everyone, J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. That's right folks, it's Wednesday night and you know what that means. We're here to talk some AEW Dynamite. Dynamite on the TBS. That's a new thing now. Be interesting to see how um, I mean, I don't really care about viewership and numbers and that stuff, but um their first uh week on TBS apparently went over a million. so that's a that's a great sign. And I know that uh big old TK uh <laughs> Big OTK is always uh, promising things to the fans, like, oh, you know, rumblings about uh, some new, some new, uh, you know, someone new showing up, something. So, uh, but before we dive into all that, we'll hit a little bit of news first. But even before that, folks, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. If you would like to tip one of your favorite podcasts, you can do so. You can cheer bits on Twitch. You can sub. You can gift a sub. Or if you're on YouTube, you can do the old super sticker or super chat. And make sure you hit all the links below. Get yourself some uh about to plug the wrong damn show make sure you check all the links to get yourself some stp merch no by all means go get yourself some tni merch as well but check out the stp merch and there is um i don't know bells boy why are you using caps um I am working on some new merch. The T and I also just came out with some new merch. A new throwback logo looks kind of snazzy. Go check that out. But uh yeah, I'll be working on some stuff too. Oh yeah, Zach Bonifer. Thank you. I believe there's a few days of uh free shipping. Um, you know what? Give me give me two hot seconds here. Let me quick jump in the old merch site promos two days left okay so it started yesterday i've been i didn't promote a lot of these sales because of you know you, you just take it easy after christmas a little bit but i will say this there is a nice sale going on it's uh free standard shipping for the next couple days so if you would like to sell check out that link in the description mr Fritz. With the tip, thank you, brother. Much love. Much love. Anna says, I have merch from all the shows. Thank you, Anna. Much love. Saw you even uh, got some of uh, Bison's stuff. The old um, uh, the, the new One of the Dead special beefalo. That's That is a choice shirt, let me tell you. Saw you ordered that one. Great stuff. Courtney. (laughs) Mark, what's up, (laughs) people of (laughs) Courtney? (laughs) Hey, Courtney, you're here. It's okay. It's okay. You're here. More important that you show up than you tip. Not going to complain about tips, but you're here, so it's all good. Bell's Boy. Super sticker. Thank you. Much love, brother. Anna's going to wear this shirt tomorrow. Tremendous. Tremendous. Make sure you take a selfie and stick it up on your, uh, your good old Insta-neck there to Instagram. Self, what, are these? what do the kids say nowadays? Selfie for the groom. Those kids, I tell you, those kids. All right. Well, let's see. We talk about we talk about a little news. We'll talk about a little news. Let's see. Where is? Well, we don't need that anymore. Delete that. All right. Where to go? There it is. Alright, here we go. Gonna play the bit. We're gonna play the bit. Some J Bones news. Chimney Christmas. And now time for some J Bones news. sit down and relax. Here it is. Searching for my fake wrestling news. But anyways, all right. So I I don't honestly have much. Mark, I podcast you. Why are you tipping me? I'm kidding. I love you, brother. Thank you for the super (laughs) sticker. No, no fake wrestling news. No. Um, Now, I I will say this. Hold on, hold prospect on Well, you know, Anna, it's just one of those days. (laughs) It's one of those days. Um, so I, and I actually heard this. I am going to, I'm going to give props to my TNI UK boys. Cause I was listening to part of their show this morning before I had to go run some errands and, um, uh, thanks, Mr. Fritz. much love. And I heard them say that follow off the, uh, impact wrestling roster page. And, that he's, that he's gone. And I was like, no, not Bah, you know, and I I had a feeling, you know, that that was coming because, um, well, no way. Jose didn't even really stick around very long. Um, I don't think they really knew what to do with him, though. I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed him when he was around. But, I mean, that, that gimmick gets old pretty quick. And, honestly, that gimmick, that number one, we hadn't seen that gimmick in a long time. Number two, it wasn't one of the biggest gimmicks out there. And it just, ah. Uh, When you've got, it's, and this is not a knock on impact wrestling, okay, trust me. When you've got as small of a crowd as they had at, um, I almost said Universal Studios. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. No, oh, that's last night's throwback. Um, Skyway Studios, you know, down in Tennessee. Um, it's It's going to sound a lot different than when you're messing with Thousands of people, you know, in an arena. So it's just going to come off different. I mean, you're going to have to be loud as hell in a small studio like that for it to really make a difference to the people in the back. Um, ah, Mr. William Gardner, front row bill, what is up? What is up? Uh, so yeah, it, it looks like follow is sadly no longer with impact wrestling. Um, I, I can, I can honestly say one of the, the best matches he had was with, uh, Milwaukee's own Austin Aries when they gave him a chance at the championship, man, um, you know, and, and boss started losing weight and he's really started to get on track. And then, um, all oh, the pandemic hit and I, I it's, you, you, either, you either made yourself better in the, in the, oh, the, in the panini, excuse me, the panini, you either made yourself better in the panini or, or you, you just, you know, you, you, know, you got run over by the bus coming down the block. Uh, <laughs> And I, I think some people thrived. Some people did not. Me, I'm still, um, I, I got one of those seafood diets. Yeah, it's great. I seafood, I eat it. All right. So I'll be here all week. Try the fish. All right. But I love Falaba. I think what, I'm trying to remember the feud he had. Was it with KM? I think it was with KM. And K and I compared and KM to like Han and Chewie, because that's that's the kind of conversations they were having. And this goes back a couple of years, but that was my favorite stuff. That was my favorite stuff. Um, but nonetheless, look, you know, go give Falahban some love. Um, who knows what his future is? Same with like you know, guys like Rohit Rashu. Um, gonna miss them, you know, they're fan favorites. You know, are, are they you know, the million dollar merch sellers? No, but there's, there's certain guys on the roster you just kind of identify with, they're fun, they're just fun to watch, and you grow with them, you know. And they've been with the company for like what, four or five years, whatever. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, um, now closer on the end of the AEW news. Now this is not confirmed. All right. This is please take this with a grain of salt. There's, I'll say, I'll say the word that I don't like using much on this podcast, but there's speculation out there that um, Marco's stunt may not be seen on TV anymore. I don't know how long his contract is by any means. I don't know if he's already done with the company. Um, He's been trying to get on the show, the voice because if you have not heard his mu- uh his music excuse me his music is you know his musicianship if you have not heard it it's a, it's really fun it's great stuff he plays a lot of stuff with his acoustic and he sings along with it it's great stuff um i i hope the kid actually uh releases some of it like professionally someday i hope someone can Turned him into something. Not sure what, but he's got talent. Kid's got talent. Um, so, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's just if he's just taking the time off TV to try out for the voice, or if he's actually done with AEW. Like I said, take that with a grain of salt. I don't know the contract situation. It just seems awfully weird that his stablemates, the rest of Jurassic express Luchasaurus and jungle boy got the tag team titles and Marco stunt was like nowhere, no mention nowhere on like promo picks, t-shirts, nothing nowhere, nada, no mention at all. Um, well, and he was really tight with Sammy Guevara too. And he hasn't even been part of his vlogs. And I, I, granted, I'm a little rusty on the whole vlog scene, but, um, I, uh, but nonetheless, uh, you know, he's, he may be small in stature, but he's got a big ass heart. So. Um, but certainly follow him on uh, the old Twitter box and uh, the Instanek and see uh, see how it goes for him. Maybe he'll end up on The Voice, you know? And if anybody catches it before I do, if he actually makes it, hey, hit me up and let me know because I want to watch. The kid is... The, it may not be your cup of tea, but the kids got talent. I'll say that. So yeah, vlog crew, right, Courtney? <laughs> uh so that's about it for news. Um, we got the fallout from Hard to Kill tomorrow. Very exciting. We're going to have, I believe we're going to have uh Diana Perrazzo versus uh Roxy for the uh ring of honor women's title uh sadly i already know what the result of that is but uh <laughs> i was listening to the old uh uh brian alvarez the other day and he was talking about stuff and then just out of the blue just all of a sudden spoiled it it was like oh thanks brian appreciate that you know i was i was listening to listening to him because i didn't think he was going to talk about any of that but whatever but i'm not going to spoil it for you guys i'm going to watch it along with you tomorrow night just like everyone else bell's boy here says hemi should try out for the voice bell's boy i don't know what's in your cup tonight but it's got to be 10 times stronger than this cheers um Mark says, I have not heard the result, thankfully. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and spoil it for you. I'm not. I'm not even going to do, oh, spoiler in three, two, one. No, I don't do that. No. No, if you want to go look for it, you can go look for it. You're not going to get it from me. And By all means, don't spoil it in the chat. That's all I ask. The dog says, Trent should be on the voice. (laughs) Who's All right, who is this? The dog. The dog. I feel like I should know the dog, but I don't. I, I don't think I know the dog. Got to be a fan of the show. But anyways, <laughs> it's lovely name. First name the, last name dog. I'm not sure how that would go on a date, but nonetheless. So, what's your first name? The, last name dog. All right. Spoiled like sour milk. Oh, that's right, William. That's right. All right. So unless anyone else has any other uh, news bits they want to talk about, um, I'm going to jump into tonight's episode of AEW. Uh, And it's a fun one. And I tell you what, it's... uh, you know, I've, I've said this before over the last couple of weeks. Um, there's a lot of changes going on in the wrestling business. There's an absolute plethora of free agents out there. You never know who's going to show up where. So there's that. There's that big thing out there. The free agency is just booming right now, which means the Indies are healthy again. That's not a bad thing. And then here's this, there's, there's knowing that your, your company, AEW just started its next year. And this is usually around the time of year, That uh, contracts are due. So you're going to see some, you know, regular faces like you've been seeing lately. And then you're going to see some other faces that you probably haven't seen in a while and you may not see again. In fact, one of those I was worried about was Pac. But sure as shit, he showed up tonight. Great promo. So he's coming back soon. And, And I was thinking about him and I'm like, God, I couldn't even remember what he was injured with and who injured him. I mean, he's really had a rough go at it in AEW. But when they do stuff with him, it's primo stuff. Notice they, they, they didn't just like stick a camera in his face and said, all right, give us your two cents. No, there was production involved. The lighting, the camera angles. Um, artistic it was um oh i don't know what you call it it was creepy and uh well he he had his he had his eyes covered up with bandages like wrapped around his head so um i <laughs> got is he paddling the panini i i don't know i don't know i i have i'm guessing it was something with his eyes um but critical stinks says bird box pack. <laughs> I get that. I get that. If you don't get that, go watch it on. um, What is it on Amazon or Netflix? I think it's on Netflix. Good movie. Good movie. A little different. Good stuff, though. Uh, <laughs> Bell's boy spoiled like Trent's marriage. God, the, the, the legend of Trent's marriage. It's, it's a thing folks. It really is. It's hilarious. All right. Um, but yeah, so that, 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 you know, back to what I was talking about, the, um, you know, people, people's contracts are probably, I mean, Tony Khan, unless there's like some kind of issue, um, Tony Khan's not going to go out of his way to fire you. He's going to just let, uh, you know, however many contracts run out. And um, you will see the first bunch of free agents. I mean, there was a couple with the, you know, pandemic and everything. But there's... uh, like, like some of the UK folks got let go just because they, they had no way of getting back over here anytime soon. So they just got let go, which was fine. It's understandable. Um, but you're going to see some people get, get let go, you know, they'll, they won't get resigned, which is, which is fine. You know, I can kind of guess Maybe some people that are out there, and I'm not going to be mean and be like, well, it's this guy, and it's this guy, and it's this team, and that guy. I'll let you guys guess amongst yourselves. But, but yeah, so there's that, too. There's that, too. No, Zach Bison did did not get let go. (laughs) What? I fired Trent. I did not fire Bison. Yet. Oh, I'm kidding. love Bison. Guy comes up with some snazzy merch. 100% pure beefalo. God bless Kyle. Kyle comes back last night. He's looking at the merch site. And he's like, can I ask you guys something? I haven't been here in a while. I'm like, yeah. He's like, what the hell is this beefalo shit? <laughs> I miss Kyle. I'm so glad Kyle's back. I say back with not a lot behind it. So I, I hope, I hope he's back. I hope he's back. I really do. Um. Mark says Kyle, "Retarding is always awesome for a week." (laughs) week. We'll see. We'll see. Um, All right, so let's talk about tonight's uh, tonight's AEW Dynamite. Now, this one started off a little weird. We started off with a promo. Usually, we start out with a really hot match. This one, this one felt a little weird. Uh, Not gonna lie. Well, we start out with one of the hottest groups in professional wrestling right now. Adam Cole, baby, and Red Dragon. Now I'm hearing different names getting tossed around for these guys, like Paragon or something. I'm not sure what they're gonna call themselves. I think I don't know if that merch so to speak, has come out yet, or if that's officially been put out there. If if something has been, please let me know, because I obviously missed something. But we got story time with Adam Cole. And he gets uh, introduced, or introduced, he gets interrupted, Jimmy Christmas, interrupted by the Young Bucks. And Adam Cole's kind of like... He's trying to make nice between these two teams because there's a lot of – if you don't know, folks, there's a lot of history between the Young Bucks and Red Dragon goes way back to the New Japan days and and some Ring of Honor, <clears throat> but mainly New Japan as far as I know and probably uh, PWG, honestly, for that matter. But anyways – So Adam Cole's trying to make nice between the two teams, like, wow, look at this. It's like a super, this super stable and, you know, and, uh, you know, what's, what's, uh, what's wrong with a little uh, friendly competition, some competition. Now all of a sudden, uh, the best friends come out. And uh, Orange Cassidy doesn't say nothing. They just start brawling. Now, this is where it gets interesting. <clears throat> they start attacking. It's a, it's down to the point now where um, Adam Cole low blows Orange Cassidy. He's about to take him out. And all of a sudden, Chris Statlander gets in the ring. And it's like, okay, this is a little awkward. What's she going to do against Adam Cole? Well, little did I know, running down to the ring then is the significant other, if you will, of Adam Cole. The AEW women's, uh, wow, women's champion. I almost said... Never mind. <clears throat> Wrong company. <laughs> I almost said knockout. Jeez Louise. Like I said, it's one of those days. Um, so Britt Baker attacks uh, Chris Statlander. And uh, the end is cute because Adam Cole, usually uh, he stands in the ring and then he's, he's there with uh Cassidy and he's waiting for the smooch on the cheeks from the young bucks. And then, uh, Britt Baker stops him and smooches Adam Cole herself. So, and this is the first time that they've really been like, there's been like hinting of stuff with the whole Tony ski of own thing going on the whole, you know, Tony Schiavone thing. So there was that, but there was really never any big TV presence I believe until now. So this is kind of cool. So does this mean that Britt Baker is going to lose her entourage and she's going to be hanging more with Adam Cole now? I don't know. <clears throat> it's interesting. But I feel like uh, I feel like Chris Statlander Chris Statlander is gonna be uh maybe facing Britt Baker next. Maybe I don't know. <clears throat> it feels like a natural you know progression of things, something. Anna says Chris has beaten men. Dear God So they got a file on her name. Oh, you mean in a wrestling wrestling ring? Sorry. Thought you meant. I digress. All right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jiminy Christmas. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Mark says hater versus DMD. That could also happen soon because i hear that uh hater and uh brit baker are starting to not see eye to eye so much so uh yeah i wouldn't mind seeing that too hey maybe uh maybe a triple threat maybe a triple threat how about that Not a bad idea. Alright, so that's how the show kicks off. It's it's kind of a long kind of a long ordeal here, but, um, but then it leads into Wardlow versus CM Punk. Um, definitely one of the highlights of the night for me. Um, certainly not a few, I mean CM Punk won, but I mean did he really win? <laughs> I wasn't really a fan of how CM Punk won this, but honestly, there really wasn't going to be any other way he could have. It would have been from something goofy like this, some, some inexperience, you know, on the part of Wardlow gets rolled up. Boom. One, two, three. Of course, MJF is just furious and Wardlow is about two seconds from taking his head off after this whole, whole match here. And then, uh, Sean Spears stops him, but back to the match. Um, the match was, was good. I liked it because there it was, it's probably, um, and I don't don't take that as a a knock on Wardlow, but it's probably his longest match ever. Um, I know he had that cage match versus Cody, but that was, that was fairly quick too. Wasn't that, that was way back in year one. Um, But, man, CM Punk took, what, seven, eight more power bombs? Jeez, Louise. Rung his bell. My God. Um, see, Punk is one of those guys you could take a loss at the beginning of the year like this against a guy like Wardlow and put him over, and it would just add to the whole story this is just fantasy booking here this is just this would have made sense to me. I'm like okay you put you put Wardlow over CM Punk then Wardlow has a win over Mjf and then that Grift that excuse me that rift grows even bigger and that story grows even bigger. It's like you know that story is like back here you're just waiting for that to blow up but it's still there. That's what I would have done. But Wardlow is absolutely going to be one of those breakout stars of 2022. And I know I'm not the only one that's saying that. It's That's been one of those slow burn things. You just, you know it. You see it. A, I can see it a mile away. I, I saw it back almost 20 years ago. The guy that used to back Devon. Remember this guy? Big guy, had the chains carried around the box, followed Devon around when he was a singles wrestler apart from the Dudley boys. And then this guy had a breakout year, joined Evolution. I think you know who I'm talking about Batista. Wardlow just looks like one of those guys that's going to become the next Batista. See, Wardlow has to do it. He's got to make it because Mason Ryan just, uh, he just didn't. It was just sad. He was supposed to. He didn't. Where are you, Mason Ryan? What happened? I'm I'm still wondering. Anyways, (laughs) <laughs> oh man poor punk though jeez but yeah ward low almost takes off uh, mjf's head thank god for sean spears he's not the brightest bulb in the room let me tell you that because he he jumped in between them right uh right after it looked like ward low was gonna break mjf's widow hand You got Powerhouse Hobbs next versus Dante Martin. This was good. Two up-and-coming guys on the roster, both, you know, growing, you know, both working on their own careers. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs being part of Team Taz. He's got uh, uh, Ricky. Oh, my God. I wrote down Ricky Martin. I'm like, oh, that don't look right how about Ricky Starks? How about that? I think Ricky Martin's that one singer of that one song from like over 20 years ago. With the Latin invasion of music with J-Lo and all those. Those hits from back then. Ricky Martin. One sixth of menudo. Anyways, Jimmy Christmas. Good great match. You know, Hobbs is working on his career. He's part of Team Taz. Dante Martin. Uh Bright. Up and coming star here. And apparently they had a match before. I think I missed it. I don't know when it was. But this is apparently is is match number two. Dante Martin gets the win here, and they both look good. And Powerhouse Hobbs, I'd say he has absolutely improved uh, by leaps and bounds from what he, he he like he started coming out last summer with uh, Kingston and and Mox before he turned heel. Um, looks ten times better. He and Dante had a pretty good match. And then just when it looked like uh, Hobbs and uh, uh, Ricky Starks were going to work over Dante Martin, Jay Lethal came to the rescue. Good old Jay Lethal. We were just talking about Jay Lethal. What did I say the other night? Poor guy. Has a great debut. Has a great Great uh, couple of TV matches. And then he's relegated to Elevation. And it's like, well, that's a great sighting there, Tony. What the hell happened to Jay Lethal? Well, Jay Lethal's back on Dynamite, folks. Um, No, look, I, 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 I say that with some jest because I understand you want to keep the guy busy before you figure out. Where you're gonna put them on TV. But see, that's where uh you know if you got some writers instead of taking on the entire task yourself, there TK, you know, no no amount, no mountain of the white stuff is gonna make you write all this stuff. You, you can you can go to you you hire these people for a reason, TK. Use your resources. I'm just saying. (sighs) But it looks like Jay Lethal is going to be. uh... Now, I'm not sure why Leo Rush wasn't out there, because that would have been my first guess as far as, you know, someone coming to the rescue or coming to the aid of Dante Martin. Uh, But it's Jay Lethal. So I don't know if Jay Lethal is going to be to Dante and Leo, like Christian is to um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Maybe. Just a guess. We'll see. Uh, MJF is absolutely furious now comes out screaming and books Punk versus Sean Spears, the match that none of us knew that we didn't want. (coughs) I mean that we... No, look, I'm sure it'll be fine, but... (laughs) Damn it. When are we going to get MJF? Probably it'll probably be one of those like monthly specials that they do on TV that's like booked like a pay per view, but it's not really a pay per view. Um, uh, Mark here says, I can't eat menudo because my grandma used to cook it all the time, and the smell makes me gag. I think you and I are talking about two different things. I was talking about the music group. You're talking about something edible here. Something your grandma used Okay. All right. So all right. So so next week, punk versus Sean Spears. Shut up and don't take my money. Adam Cole versus uh, excuse me, Adam Cole and Britt Baker challenge. Let me read my notes here. Too many Christmas. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander next week. Well, that looks like that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> critical sting. Why does Dante always need a babysitter? Side L rush lethal. (laughs) Well, you know, some men do suffer from bedwetting. There's, you know, that that's probably not the issue here, but anyways, um, All right, where are we? Adam Page comes out with a a lovely classic t-shirt looking like it's like, oh, about 40 to 50 years old. (laughs) An old uh, Smokey the Bear shirt. Is that what it is? Smokey the Bear? My God. Uh you know talking about a new new challenger and everybody's favorite manager no probably no one's favorite dan lambert comes out and, and adam page instantly is like oh shit this guy <laughs> What the did you do <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Um. And he's he's getting booed. Like I haven't heard booze yet tonight. Like I'm pretty sure Dan Lambert got more booze tonight than MJF. I'd have to go back and watch, but that's just a guess. I don't think I'm too far off. Oh, yeah, good old Dan. So he gets in the ring. And, uh, well, he gets in the ring because uh, (laughs) all of a sudden uh, somebody's music starts hitting, and it's a guy that's been gone for a while. I didn't even recognize it. It's Lance Archer. Lance Archer is back. I was like, oh my god. One of my favorites on the show. So someone that I was certainly worried about. Because um he had a bad landing around was it around Thanksgiving, somewhere around there, I think. So he's been gone for a couple months, something like that. Um something with his neck, something like that. But Lance Archer is back. Whooping ass. Well, he he grabs Dan Lambert and Dan's like, no, the champ's right there. Go after the champ. Here's your chance. Go after the champ. He's screaming in Lance Archer's face. Throws Dan Lambert. And then immediately after that, a half, not even a half seconds later, half second later clobbers Adam Page and beats the holy hell out of him. Attacks him, blackout, gives him a blackout on the chair in the middle of the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, your next challenger for the AEW Championship is Lance Archer. I'm excited for this. It's um I mean After everything that we saw over the last few months with uh, Brian Danielson, I really didn't have a clue. I mean, you've got, you know, a handful of people that are fairly popular, you say, that are doing well on the roster that you could have thrown against Adam Page. I did not see this coming. So props on Tony for – For making this happen uh i don't know about you but i'm happy to see lance archer and i can't wait to see uh number one when this happens and uh how the match goes down how they build this um and just with the way things are right now i don't honestly think you're gonna see uh jake the snake roberts around much sadly um but he does have a new podcast with diamond dallas page called ddp's snake pit or is it the snake ate the diamond or something like that go look it up they've been putting it all over their socials there are a couple of uh couple of episodes in just started. So, uh Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb, you know, I do like this feud. I really do cuz Hikaru Shida is one of my favorite AEW women's wrestlers. Serena Deeb is also one of my favorite women wrestlers on the roster. But this is like the third or fourth time that these two have faced each other. And now it's gotten to the point where I think it's done because Hikaru Shida literally cannot walk anymore. She had to get help from like three other girls, Sky Blue, and I don't know who else was out there helping her. Um, oh, Anna, Anna J and uh, Ty, Ty Conti, something. Fourth time since October, says Critical Sting. Well, Critical Sting is obviously keeping track now, isn't he? Mark says Shida is going back to Japan. Have you heard that or are you just sending smoke signals to me? (laughs) It, It could be. It could be. Yep, sky blue. Yep. Mark says for her play play thing? Play, Play thing? All right. I'll take your word for it, Mark. It's late, but I'll take your word for it all right so um yeah maybe this is their way of writing her off tv you know and serena deep you know rises up the ranks as far as like uh a bigger women's heel not a bad thing um oh mark says here uh she mentioned it at some point on social media a while back not trying to be fake wrestling news though i'll look for it okay all right, no, I, I trust you. That's fine. It's all right. I believe you. All right. Uh what's next? Yeah, so that match was pretty much a squash match. That did not last too long. Um, Matt Hardy. Speaking of people with new podcasts, um uh, Matt Hardy versus Pentagon is next here. This this I I enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Um. So Matt Hardy apparently, if you don't know yet, uh, Matt Hardy has a new podcast, and I, I there's a there's an anchor on there too. I didn't catch the anchor's name, but um, but I I've been watching it, clips on YouTube and stuff. Jeff has also joined Matt. Uh, once or twice, I believe, to talk about stuff. So um, go check that out. that is one that is one podcast that I never thought of what that was gonna you know end up happening. but now that it's here, it's like, oh, that's actually one I might listen to. I could actually kick back and listen to Matt talk about old old road stories with his brother and stuff and that could be a lot of fun especially if he's going to be joined with his brother. So, um, yeah, yeah, and you know, it's going to be just a matter of time before Jeff shows up, you know, that 2022 is going to be the beginning of probably one of the last runs of these guys, honestly. And, um, I'm, I'm excited for it because it's their last, um, could be their last big chance together. Um, Hopefully Jeff keeps it together and he stays healthy and safe and everything. But um, but back to the show here. So we got Matt Hardy versus Pentagon. This is a fun match. Not not too much to say here. Pentagon with the win. What happens afterwards, though, is what people are gonna remember. Um and then there's a segment later I'll get to which is interesting as well. It also really kind of foretells what could be the future of Matt Hardy in 2022. Um so, so P- Pentagon and uh Aberjentes, his uh his manager translator who's always with them. Um, they're talking in the ring, pretty much called out Malachi Black. Lights go out. Oh, what do you know? It's Malachi Black. Malachi Black takes out Abrahentiz, takes his head off, <laughs> um, goes after Pentagon. Out comes the Varsity Blondes to help. Kind of odd. But I know, like, they had trouble with um, Malachi Black too. So not ne- not necessarily allies of Pentagon, but they all, you know, have similar focuses here. So Malachi Black is sitting in the middle of the ring. He looks at the, at the blondes. He says, one, two, looks at Pentagon and goes three and the lights go out again and the crowd goes oh rumble, rumble, rubble, 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 rubble. And ladies and gentlemen the lights come back and Brody King is in the ring and they just dismantle everyone and then Malachi and Brody King leave so we get the debut of oh my goodness my phone sorry we get the debut of brody king alongside um, malachi black this is exciting this is this is new blood coming into the company this is another big sign of where things are going for malachi black in 2022 this um I don't know where this is going to go for him, but it's going to obviously keep Malachi black strong and at the top of things. So, Oh, all right. So Anna says, who's Brody King. All right. So Brody King used to be in the Indies last couple of years. He then joined, <clears throat> um, I'm not sure if he was in MLW, but he was in Ring of Honor and up till recently was also taking some dates in New Japan. Now, I don't know if he's exclusive to AEW or if he's still going to do some stuff in New Japan. You know, I don't know. But he was obviously one of the free agents once. Ring of Honor, hit the reset button, and um, he was one of the first people to um, get signed. I believe along with Jay Lethal, so so yeah, he's uh, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, scary big boy, so yeah, good segment. Next, we got the number one ranked. <clears throat> did not believe, did not know, excuse me, <clears throat> did not know that they were the number one ranked tag team. Apparently, I've been gone for a while. Oh, yeah, that's right, I was. Sure enough, I was. Um, So, yeah, the acclaimed number one ranked go against Bear Country. Haven't seen them in a while either. So, so this is kind of funny. So, Kyle comes back on the show last night, and he's (laughs) talking. I don't know if he said he might have said this while we were live cuz we were all over the place when we were talking last night. But um he said uh cuz he 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 said that um Bear Bronson there's there's Bear Bronson and then there's Boulder Bear Boulder, we don't. the two guys in Bear Country. The smaller guy is a guy that lives in the neighborhood with Kyle, and they were they go to the same bar, they not necessarily hang out. I don't know who you could actually call it hanging out. Maybe Kyle hangs out with him, maybe that's all it is, but <laughs> I think, uh, I think. Kyle asked, uh, bear if he wanted to join him on his podcast. Well, uh, that, that, that didn't, um, that didn't go very, uh, that didn't go very well, but anyways, uh, so the acclaimed beat bear country and I didn't really wasn't, wasn't paying uh, much attention to the rap that they were saying. Normally it's pretty entertaining, sometimes a little controversial. But uh they did call out Sting and Darby Allen, or at least Sting, I know, um in the beginning. They had their match, they beat Bear Country, and they're back uh going back up the ramp, and all of a sudden, there's a chill in the air. And the snow starts, and it's sting. Sting comes down, walking with a purpose. The acclaimed go back towards the ring, and Darby Allen takes out—I don't know—one of the guys, one of the acclaimed. Topes through the ropes, takes him out. And then uh, Max gets backs in the uh, gets back. <laughs> Back in the ring, eats a scor- scorpion death drop from uh, Sting. Ends a segment. So I guess next week we're getting Sting and Darby Allen versus the Acclaimed. So if Sting and Darby Allen beat the Acclaimed, do they become the no- the new number one contenders? Dear God kind of weird but anyways we then get the pack promo now i don't know you know we're gonna have to like listen to the news tomorrow maybe someone will have a maybe brian alvarez or or maybe a maybe a Meltzer will have a little insight as far as like when packs coming back hopefully sooner rather than later that's all i can say good promo though like i said good lighting um they, they always put some kind of mystique behind Pac's promos, some kind of eeriness, you know, some kind of, ooh, something, you know. Uh, Matt Hardy is then backstage talking about he's upset with his loss. Then Andrade comes up to him, and they uh they decide that they're going to go make a deal but before they take off i almost forgot this matt hardy talks about he's like i think i need to start maybe focusing more on myself as opposed to the future of the whole hfo now while he's saying this while he's saying this isaiah cassidy and mark quinn are at his side so when matt hardy exits stage left uh with andrade he turns around and kind of stiff arms his boys. Like, it's like, oh, they're like, well, what the heck, man? What's going on? So I honestly think this is another big change we're going to see as we start a new year, 2022. Matt Hardy is going to get whatever you want to call it, a solo run. Maybe he's going to join Andrade. I don't know. He's he's gotta stay busy somehow and he's gotta do something more than what he was doing before. All in a lead up to Jeff coming back someday, and you know it's gonna happen. In fact, Jeff's pretty much confirmed it out there. I'm not saying to me personally, let's just say I've 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 seen and heard things out there. He's gonna join his brother he is so we'll see we'll see um so yeah we'll see we'll have to see what happens to uh hfo um and also guys like um oh i can't think of the guy's name he's um The tag that other tag team that was oh the butcher and the blade, the butcher and the blade, um, that might might be another team because they were a team that was basically in the inception of AEW television. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're gone. At least the one guy still has a band, you know, and they'll, hopefully they'll be touring soon. Uh, every time I die, I believe is the name of the band. The butcher is like the a, a bassist or something. I don't know, but um, yeah, I'm seeing comments about Matt being stale. Yeah, he needs something. He needs something, and he's still one of my favorites. I I still love him, you know. But yeah, he needs he needs something. I, and I don't get me wrong. I appreciated him trying to be the mentor/manager to some of these tag teams that were kind of not necessarily floundering but they needed someone. They needed a you know, they they needed uh they needed a voice behind them. But anyways, then we get to the the uh main event here, the TNT uh, title match, Daniel Garcia against the interim champ, Sammy Guevara. Now, <laughs> I, I, I'm i not sure why they did this. I mean, I know why they did this because, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes uh, was, uh, he was either exposed to it or he had the Panini or whatever, you know. And his wife had the panini, and then they were fighting over the panini, and then the baby stole the panini, hid the panini under the couch, and apparently Cody's coming back next week because they can't find the panini. Anyways, Oh, God. Uh, But this match, my goodness. Um, Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Garcia. These two ripped each other apart. Um and I I honestly thought Daniel Garcia was gonna win this one. There, there just was a look on his face, and there is something about Daniel Garcia. He just uh <laughs> Mark says bone daddy is delirious over the panini. Yes, it's it's always putting over the panini. Um no one else will, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, just makes me hungry. Um, but yeah, these two clobbered the hell out of each other. Um, Daniel Garcia, man, he's so good, and he's so young. 20 24 years old, he's only been wrestling for four years. My god, this this kid is crazy when they signed him he was like he was like the talk of the indies and i i had seen like one or two matches of his one of them one i think one was on youtube one was in a aw show you know in chicago trends company um dude, daniel garcia is just good man I mean he's gonna make mistakes because he's young, so it's a great way to build him. Like, oh yeah, he he had the match until he blah 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 made this mistake, you know. So that's a great way to book him right now. But besides that, he looks like a million bucks. He seriously does. Um, but Sammy wins barely. <laughs> barely getting a win um and then uh 2.0 attack Chris Jericho who's at ringside and then oh just some other some other people come down and then Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho are like nose to nose at the end of the show so that's your next big that's your next big uh, um, feud that's going to go on soon um, as far as like veterans, you know? So, so yeah, great show. Great show. I, you know, like you could see a lot of changes this year. You could see different people going in different directions, different things. Different things happening um which you have to it's a new year you gotta you gotta switch it up you gotta keep it interesting you're on a new channel you got to keep it fresh keep it keep it exciting so yeah right anna she says i'm here for it i'm here for it too i'm i'm excited um you know ton of free agents out there i don't imagine there's going to be a ton more free agents coming into the company honestly unless he does you know let it, let some more go but that's you know that that's you can't be okay so when you're going to let 100 people go in a year yeah let's by all means let's be upset about that but at least you know those kind of numbers aren't going to be going by the wayside by tony's standards you know i mean yeah he's going to let some go this year probably but um it's it's not like there aren't places to work you know there's plenty of places to the indies are thriving, a lot of stuff going on. And I, I'm i going to make a prediction now that by the end of 2022, we're going to see another either big indie or another, either big indie or damn near big company pop up. It's just... There's just way too much going on right now for it not to happen. Now, I know a lot of people are going to sit there look at me and shake their finger at me and go, no, we don't want that. There's already too much wrestling. No, I say, bring it on. Go ahead. Just, you know, get these people some jobs. (laughs) Um, Why not? Why not? Yes, thing. I heard uh I heard about the uh MLW and WWE thing. I think it's ugly. Don't have a whole lot to say about it. I know there's a lawsuit going on. Apparently, MLW was trying to get on uh Tubi, that, that free streaming site, and apparently um WWE bullied them off of there, basically paid Tubi not to give them a contract, something to that effect. So um and there's there's laws against that so uh so yeah MLW is suing WWE and it'll be interesting to see um uh what happens with that so but anyways so yeah uh great show can't wait to see what happens next week the build up to the next big house show whatever you know whenever they you know put a name to something and they put a big card together for it. You know, it's, it's the same thing that impact does with their monthly stuff in between the big pay-per-views. Only these are on TV, same, but different. So that's it. Uh, Much love everyone. Make sure on your way out of here, smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications so that you know, when more of my content hits your screen, check all the links in the description. The Instanac, the twitter box and the face spotch. and um and wherever you're checking out your uh, podcast audio that link is in the description too uh one of these days i just gotta start getting those links in the description because i know some people uh are actually looking for that kind of stuff so um but if you are looking for the base of all the audio that I put out is anchor.fm forward slash smash podcast. So much love, everyone. Take care. We'll see y'all tomorrow night, overnight. Other little show called Total Nonstop Impact. Impact talk for impact fans. Um, It's a fallout from Hard to Kill, folks. You don't want to miss it. I'll be here for it. I'm sure Bill will and uh, we'll see who else we can wrangle up. All right, take care. Good night, folks. Stay safe. Where the hell's my music? Who booked I don't know.